Warning, the following podcast is intended for adult listeners only. It contains strong language that some may find offensive. So in other words, get your young ass out the room because grown folks is talking. Alan, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Same old shit, different day. Mm-hmm. How was your week? It's been good. Busy. It's been a good one. Busy. Yeah, but it's been good. good. I'm getting busy. The same. The same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they had me in the office a lot and, and all that other shit. This adulting stuff. This shit is ghetto. Ghetto as fuck. I hate it here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I do. But it's all good. It's all good. Beautiful people. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to another amazing episode of the Not For You podcast where we are untraditional, unconventional, and unapologetically us. That's who we is. That's who we be. Yeah, buddy. So we got another great show for you guys, man. We going, you know, last week we got a little serious, you know, had to talk about some shit, <clears throat> get some things off my chest and all that good stuff there. So um, this week we gonna you know we gonna lighten it up and we are gonna talk about some some real shit. We always talk about real shit, as y'all know. But um, with this particular uh, subject matter, it's something that um, that Elle and I have had firsthand experience on. So we uh, we 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 wanted to to touch on this, but also bring in a a, a special guest who is also a dear friend of ours, a, a fan of the show and. And, you know, all that other good shit, you know, we're going to introduce her in just a, a, a brief moment. But um, we're going to give you the, the title of today's show is The Overlap. Say what now? The Overlap. <laughs> That's what we're going to call this episode. The okay. Overlap. The Overlap basically means how the, 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 the comparison, well, not even the comparison, or, or can the two mix when it comes to the LS, that is the lifestyle, a.k.a. swinging, um, to be, you know, in that umbrella, and, and polyamory. Can the LS and polyamory mix well? And it's a question that a lot of people have have, have had and or, or a lot of people tend to assume about polyamory. They feel, oh, you just in the LS. No, I'm not in the LS. <laughs> like, yeah. no. You know what I'm saying? So we don't, we don't go into the, the layers and kind of do a bit of a... Of a deep dive of, of the of these two different world, these two but different but alike in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, worlds. So um, the young lady that I am going to bring to the stage is a uh, a dear friend, um, and and she she's an absolutely amazing person. She mm-hmm. is absolutely hilarious. We have been friends with her for a long time now, actually. We met her in our time in the LS, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot of our friends, we, we, we met in the LS, but I'll get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she, she's absolutely amazing, man. She's a, she's a life, t- a life coach. And, um, she also is known for having thunder pussy. Um, <laughs> and, and I just, you know, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I, you know, I just, she told me what to say in her bio and I had to go ahead and, and do as I'm told. And, and uh, make sure I get the most illustrious, uh, introduction that a brother of my caliber can offer. So, uh, <laughs> Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for our dear friend, Miss Ebony Crawford. Ebony, how you doing, love? Hey, Ev. I, I am doing sexy <laughs> and cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. You know what you was coming. It would be us if we wouldn't be on here acting no fool. You yeah, got damn right. Right. <laughs> You got damn Crawford, right. Life coach, I also... Have my own podcast, Coffee with Mrs. Crawford. I know y'all hear it. Yes. But I am so happy to be here because I love y'all. You know, I, I be loving y'all. Yeah, man. Boy. We love you too. Yes. And this is a, a very nice topic. It definitely needs to be discussed. Definitely. Yeah, we thought so too. Definitely. So, <clears throat> so, Ev, like a little bit about you when it comes to the whole L. Like, 
we know that you're that you're poly. You know, you 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 yes. you are in that space and you you identify as poly. Do you identify also as LS or are you LS friendly? Like, how do you do? Has that part of your I guess your your um your your ethical non monogamous journey has that part kind of dwindled or or how do you what are your thoughts on that? Like let's get some oh, background. And that's the thing. I'm very much still LS. Okay. I'm still um still a uh, lifestyle, but as people call it lifestyle friendly, but I'm still LS. I still uh, <coughs> playing that one. <coughs> and uh, see, because I've been polyamorous my whole life. And that's a lot of people uh, don't understand. Even into my first marriage, I had, we was a triad in my first marriage. So polyamorous is just who I've always been. Mm -hmm. So for you, poly came first. I didn't get into the lifestyle until I moved to Birmingham. Oh, she in the hams. That's how y'all do it over there in the hams. I didn't get lifestyle until I moving into like Birmingham because for one the breakdown I'm from the Midwest Indiana Hoosier it's a yeah, lot of right next door to me Shot City baby white people up there <laughs> yeah a whole lot of white people so when I moved down south and seen all my folks like ooh I'm home I'm, I'm supposed to be here with all my colors yeah so, it's definitely a different scene um, depending on where you go for as far as the LS um, it's a, yeah. you know, it's completely different. Did she say not, I'm, I'm around all my colors? Is that what she said? What? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Ain't no telling what you're going to hear come out of her mouth, y'all. So. <laughs> so be ready. Oh Give me a high five. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, excuse me. So when I had met my husband, he had, so uh, my husband now, when we came down here, just was introduced. And then I met the wonderful people that I've met, which include y'all and so on and so forth. But I've always been polyamorous my entire life. Wow. So, but yes, I'm still, I'm still lifestyle. So when did you, so, so you've been poly your whole life. A lot of people, they, a lot of people that we see nowadays, they kind of, it's kind of the opposite. You know what I mean? Like Uh, a lot of people that we see nowadays that are poly, they started off as LS or that was their introduction or whatever. You don't see too many people that have, that literally identify as polyamorous that, and, and they've been like that for a long time. So for you, how long, like when did you know that you were poly on, on, on your level? When did you know that that was the, the path that you wanted to take? Ooh, since I was five, let me tell y'all. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Here, I'm glad y'all down here for anybody that's gonna be attached. It is what it is. So, it, so when I was five years old, my pastor of my church, his wife. Oh shit! Oh my god! Come on, I, we finna call Ayanla. And I remember because my the church we were in, <clears throat> the church that I was a part of, it was a, it, it was a big church. So when you were walking the church, it was these big glass doors, and I was sitting on the sitting on the. Like on the floor, my back against the glass door, and you know, I'm an '80s baby. Mm-hmm. Us too. Us you know, too. '87. So she had the big old hair with them glasses, and she was light skinned too. <laughs> oh my God, I was in love. I knew then I wanted a husband and a wife. Wow! <laughs> wow! I do it. I remember telling my cousin, I said, "I'm, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm happy." husband and a wife and you know when you're that age they're like okay whatever but you yeah you can have a unicorn for a spouse at that age Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever you want (laughs) it's like okay baby yeah you can you can be president yes you you can (laughs) it it really kicked in like um because it's crazy because also being a forefront of the couple of folks that was in my town growing up i was one of the first group of people that came out as far as the people that came out and we was openly gay, um, <coughs> we came together and we grew up that way. So it, you, even a part of my dating experience, I've always had a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Regardless mm. if they wow. knew about each other or not. And most times... Oh, so you saying it wasn't always they, ethical? Um, no, no, not when I was young. And when I, when, people, okay. when I say young, I'm talking about early. And young. I mean, I look, I get it. I, I, yeah. I, I appreciate the transparency. I just want to make sure I understand I'm following correctly. Yeah, it wasn't always, you know, I'm gay, gay, gay. 
I wouldn't always save y'all. So yeah, sometimes no, I got you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I look, I got you. I got you. Yeah, but and then sometimes it was. It just depends on who it who it flow with. Mm-hmm. Once I got into a relationship <laughs> with my part, my first husband being open about me being bisexual and everything flowed well and was very accepting mm-hmm. to him. So early in our relationship, he had a girlfriend. Um, now with that, we still had to kind of hide it from everybody because that was not a structure that people could understand. Right. Especially for like, how could you let this girl live in your house? How could you let this girl be under your husband? You know, you had to go through these things and being real young, you had to right, protect right. yourself because you can be molded or, you know, people can, talk. but I knew what I want, what I wanted. And yes, they both lived in my house and stay on my business. Like, gone, get away. But mm-hmm. then it was most church because I was raised in a church. I'm cold. Right. Oh, yeah, so, you are cold. Yeah, that's a whole nother layer within it. itself. A whole nother layer of church. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it was a whole lot of hiding, but that's what I loved about the South, because then once I moved down here, there was no more hiding. Mm. And, that, and that's, so, and, and, I, and I feel like that's a lot of, that. it's been like that for a lot of people in the South, like not just, you know, Birmingham, but definitely Atlanta. Like it was, a, it's a, it was like that. I think it was probably like that for us. Wouldn't you say like we didn't, we weren't as as open and 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 forefront about it when it came to uh, you know us. You oh, know, most definitely. How, how nah, was. nah. When we um when we started, everything was real, real hush. We didn't know anything about any type of communities, right. LS or Poly. Right. You know, either or. We didn't know anything about anything. You know, so yeah, it was it was real hush hush for us for a while. Yeah. So, Ev, when it... No, no, go ahead. So, um, yeah, so, even to that, you know, you I moved down here. And let me let me back it up. Let me let me say this to Kia Pony. It was what, what introduced me to anything called the lifestyle or black people even having sexual appetites outside of just doing it was this particular woman who started the group is where I met Brandon. She started this group and, um, we was all a part of the group on Facebook when Facebook first got to like the private groups and stuff. Uh-huh. So in groups, she, you know, she got a lot of people. She knew people from Zane, the book office. So she put this group together, which was a people that we knew from Indianapolis. And she knew quite a vast amount of people from Atlanta and other people that she added to this group. So it was a safe place. The first time we was to express sexuality as far mm-hmm. as BDSM, things that you right. were into. So the intrigue was there by the time Birmingham allowed me to act out everything that I was already, you know, that group kind of kicked me to my kinks and everything else as far as that part. Because I always, because that's what I need people to understand. Being polyamorous is not like a kink. It's not, it's not a part of the lifestyle. It ain't no fucking fetish either. You know it's there, and even though you don't know the research, you don't know the name, you just, you know there's something different. Mm-hmm. And people, you use the lifestyle to start the journey because they don't know where else to start. Because we're not conditioned in polyamory. Right. So you have to fight your life conditioning versus what you feel on the inside, and then not feel crazy. And then find a partner with that type of understanding, yep. because it starts there. Right. So that's, that's a lot. We need to understand. Lifestyle is something you choose. You get with somebody that's, you know, I can choose to do this or I can come on out. You can retire or you can dibble dabble and you can you have your rules. Yeah. It's set. It's just for pleasurement and play as an adult. We work hard and we do things and it's a free space for couples who let out energy that, you know, you want to explore. Right. Or different things that your partner, you know. Like, ain't, you know, into, like, for me and Brandon. I'm not into the BDSM world. I respect it. But no, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't with the ass beating. You get it? <laughs> You're stupid. You know, and he with that. Cool. Right. <laughs> you know, go, you know, and that's what the lifestyle is for. Go knock yourself out. Because I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm obligated as a part, because, you know, you just don't, but. Yeah. That'd be. 
I definitely, <clears throat> I feel like, I, I was actually thinking about this throughout the week. And I feel like it's, it's definitely some overlap. Like when we, when we started our journey, we didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the closest thing we really found to something having a community, the first thing was the lifestyle. Right. It was the lifestyle community. And I thought back even then, and I was like, we were always different. People used to always ask us, what you mean y'all go y'all go away for a weekend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what you mean? We're like, we just do, motherfucker. What you mean? We didn't know what it was called. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah. I remember, like, and, and even I started thinking about it. And I'm like, all of those years in the, in the LS, I ha- I've had sex with, like, three people. Literally, I started thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And head from add three on top of that, <laughs> from and I three. say that to say, it for mm-hmm. me it never really fit. Like the connection wasn't it's there. Never, that was right. the problem, right. you know. So that was never the perfect, the perfect fit. Right. But we didn't know that there was a community, just like there was a community for the LS. We mm-hmm. didn't know it was a community for polyamory as well, you know, right. until years later. Yeah. 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 That's really how it was, and it was, and it's it's one of those things where. You know, it's, it, I feel like this about polyamory the same way with the lifestyle. It's what you make it. Like, it's one of yeah, them things sure. where you can you can tailor and, and taper this shit ideal to what you want it to look like or whatever, and you can pick from it the way you will. Like, when we got into the LS or whatever, it was definitely one of those spaces where we knew that we wanted to be more involved with actually knowing motherfuckers and, and mm-hmm. getting to know and, and kicking it with people outside of just the sexual aspect we right. knew that that was it was something more so when we went to parties or whatever there were parties there were times where we went to parties and just didn't play we weren't because we weren't there for that in that particular space mm-hmm. or whatever and there are times where we just did we missed out on big parties because we just weren't involved in the scene like that and weren't really pressed to try to be you know try to go or whatever it didn't cause us to judge anybody else or anybody and, and you know the way that they moved within the ls but we had our own, we tailored that shit to work the way that we wanted it to work yeah. or whatever. And it's people that are in the LS still that we know that, you know, they've changed the way that they even navigate within that space. Right. It's like we've changed the way we navigate through polyamory. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's a different, it's, it, they're, they're so different yet alike in so many different mm-hmm. ways. But the biggest thing is I feel like people need to get a better understanding that, this shit is not just surface when it comes to polyamory or whatever. Or the, uh, the as much as these things are like, they're so different. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's <clears> the thing that because I, I get tired of motherfuckers just talking about. Oh, oh it's uh, just about the sex. Oh, so you just trying to fuck? Oh, I'm I'm oh. poly, but I'm just looking for a third for me and my. That's I mean not to say you're not poly, not for a but girlfriend. But they're not looking for a girlfriend. They just looking for the sexual aspect. I'm just looking so to have a threesome. Like it's mm. different. It's yeah, for sure. For sure. I will agree. And even to that, like, I tell people, you, just because you have discovered your love language, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden, you still, when I say that I'm polyamorous and I'm still lost out, because I know the difference. Mm-hmm. I know the difference. Why well, connect with it? I just want to play with. Exactly. <laughs> but also, with that, how I work is the same way. Because I, you know, I just, you know, my whole days is over. I hold when it was almost kind of safe. Nowadays, well, <laughs> my whole days is over. <laughs> you know, she said it, when it was kind of safe. It, it has a lot to do with it. Also, I'm married, so right. because I am married, it's certain things that I have to do anyway. Because I have to make sure that you don't ain't on a whole lot of extra stuff. So even to play with you. We have to, you know, to be on the level. Unless right. I'm just in one of the moods. And if I'm in one of the moods, I know where to go play. Because right. I, I don't I don't want you to know who I am. And yes, I'm I'm healing. I ain't healed yet. And I still got a little ratchet in me. I like to <laughs> healing. You're I coming out of your breakthrough. Put on a little accent. Yes, hello, honey. Sleep with you and go by my business. Oh, control, delete. Hey, it's just in me. That's, but that's the point of the lifestyle. Right. I right. still know who I am. You still have to be transparent with your partners, and even to that, me mm-hmm. being solo, probably mm-hmm. being married is difficult because of what people think. Also, getting confused in the lifestyle. Just because other people are in the lifestyle, I still have to respect boundaries emotionally. Mm-hmm. Example: right. Our friend, Mister Out. 
I love that man with all my heart. Which one? Me or the other one? No Negro. I got to ask. I got to ask, damn it. And, and we know I only can let my emotions go so far, regardless of how family we are, regardless of how close we are, regardless of how love, because I still have to respect the boundaries of their marriage and who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Regardless of how free I am to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And if you're not emotionally intelligent enough to still do that, baby, don't try to don't don't try to dabble the line. Oh, because that would be a clusterfuck. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> Straight right. up. If you are not emotionally intelligent enough to deal with your emotions and still respect people's boundaries, because I don't care who you are, you spend enough time with people whatever, you're going to connect and love on a different level. Yeah. Now, regardless yeah. of that level is... It might not right? always be romantic, but it's going to be it on a different level. Right. It right. might not. But for those that are, it is. You mm-hmm. know, you still have to mm-hmm. which what you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, the, I call them the poly bullies. Ma'am, just because you're polyamorous, you still got to respect people that's just lifestyle. Mm-hmm. No matter how free you are, Mm-hmm. That fucking that don't everybody else is respect respect that space. Right. Please. Right. That's it. Yeah. And also, just because we're polyamorous, we are not here to help you cheat. Oh hell yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Definitely. ethical. That's the thing. That's and the that's thing that's the thing. Ethical. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is going on? Always want to hit you when you got your situation. No, I don't. It's I not a situation. Exactly. What do you mean? Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're absolutely right. People still, mm-hmm. like, it's popular. I feel like it's popular. Mm-hmm. But as popular as it is, I feel like people still don't get it. Like, it's still that that much, if not more, people who don't get it. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Easy. It's Easy. weird. Because, and, and I feel like it's it's one of those things, like, what the, one of the biggest issues with it for me is those people that come from primarily being in the L.S., and they, they bring that LS mentality into polyamory. Mm. You know what I mean? And it becomes toxic is what it becomes. Exactly. Toxic situations exactly. and then polyamory looks toxic to other people right. when, or new people. And that's not the case. It just mm-hmm. becomes a mess. Yeah. Exactly. It becomes a mess. And you can't. Lifestyle has rules. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's built for mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you have a partnership with somebody. My when you're polyamorous, I don't have I don't own Brandon. Right. He don't own me. It's complete. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how you when they say how you poly, listen to this. Not how you poly just make it up as you go. How you poly literally is saying, Listen, this is what this is. I am solo poly. Maybe you want a triad. Maybe y'all are sequo- That's what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. all of it is ethical. It comes with a respect. It comes with respect. Yep. But remember, we're still human. Right. Right. We are mm-hmm. still human. We are still learning. We are still growing. And even through our, when we heal our traumas, things may change. Things, you know, what we won't. We might go through some traumas and got to go through those things. But I don't, that's you know, that's hard. what we do. I don't have to. We are married in this relationship. Right. That's it. It's no, I'm his wife. So it's not, uh-uh. like I tell people, if you coming in talking about when we married, I come first, Polly and Rain for you. Mm-hmm. I tell a lot of people that you should hit it at the door. Because if you coming in with anything of some type of ownership, then you're not ready. You're not emotionally ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot it's, of people. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, like, it's it's a lot of people that, that come in with that mentality. They come yeah. in with that thought process of, you know, they're going to have all these different rules and they, they those, those veto powers and all of this other silly-ass shit or whatever. Like, you never get an opportunity to, to really build a flourishing relationship with somebody and experience the true nature of polyamory because your spouse got so much say-so in how you date. And, and, you know, the, the caliber of people that you date and the, the man that come like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, they have so much, so much control in how you poly mm-hmm. that you don't experience this shit for the true essence of what it is. Right. And it takes well, it for a lot of other people. Lessons, Q, you know that. You, they, look, when they come in, let's, the elephant in the room is this. And I'm going to say it because, you know, I don't care. Those people is poly because, one, 
you haven't fixed your insecurities within yourself, and I don't care how much you think that you can have an eye on a person that your partner sleep with, it's not going to stop your man from cheating. Because yep. just because you know about Tamika and Tanya, I'm pretty sure Stacy and Wanda do not know about you, man. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yep. Stop. <clears throat> man, stop coming in here with these alpha, ego, very bad ways of thinking in life. Thinking, oh, oh, it's an ego trip. I can have two women. Yeah, you may have two women, but you don't have nothing to do with them emotionally. You right. can't support, right. support them in any type of way. It's yep. just not a flex. You can't. It's not that because if you're gonna come in there with clothes, you're gonna get your feelings hurt because she will connect with somebody else real quick. And it's not your man. Yep. Especially when she's been in when she's poly before, like she's she's already been established in her poly to know what she wants or whatever. He may get get in a situation for where it's lucky for himself to where he may find a partner that is green to this shit and don't know how it is to date a couple and shit like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the the fucked up side of that or whatever is the good guys, the guys like me who actually want to poly correctly and all this other shit. I can't get with that woman who's been tainted by this nigga and his bullshit for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She got a bad taste in her mouth about Polly. And ain't shit I can do to really, you know, I can I can tell her all day that, that I'm a different type of motherfucker when it comes to doing shit. But she just, I, I, I tried it. I, it ain't for me. Because yeah. the way this nigga broke my heart and did this to me and, you know, shitted on me in that space and, and, and was on like, and, and I can't say that I blame them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't say that I blame them. And it's a fucked up situation when you got people that take that mentality when it comes to, to building these relationships. Yeah. That's very true. Very, very true. But that also has to come. At this age, though, I can hear it. But if you're still walking around with that, go drop that off. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm at this age, I'll tell, oh, oh, for real, you still hurt? Go drop that off. Yeah. You walking around here with a shield at this point, we're 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I care for you. Go drop that off because you're not just hindering your connection with other people. If that's what you want to go, oh, well, somebody hurt me. Well, honey, baby, you're going to be in the shell. Yeah. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. Let me connect with Miss Jenkins because she's wonderful. She <laughs> looks like a hunter with a little bond. She's amazing. Drop it off. I'm sick of people walking around here using their traumas as the shield for you to still get in state stuff. Right. Okay. Right. And it's, I used to think the same people, oh, it's good people like me that can't get nowhere. No, it's good people like me that's on the level that baby, I'm going to leave you right where you at. Oh, okay. Understand. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm healing. And in, in, in that realm of doing that, that's another thing. It's just also, and people, quit thinking. Stop that. Just because <laughs> people, they are still human. best comparison is people think being vegetarian or vegan you're gonna be skinny no it's some fat vegans it's 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 some fat hell yeah for real like you gonna meet some ain't shit motherfuckers you gonna meet some ain't shit motherfuckers like you are motherfuckers ain't there is no blueprint to this shit like that there is no you know, there, there, there's no Bible and no how-to or whatever, but ethics, I feel like, is just a, it's, it's a universal. Ethics is ethics. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to move ethically, that shit is universal across the fucking board. It right. has nothing to do. That's why you can put yourself, you can be polyamorous, you can have kinks, you can be into BDSM, you can be LS, you can do any of this other shit, you can be a furry, you can, whatever it is. You can be in these spaces and you can still be ethically non-monogamous in, in, in all of that shit mm-hmm. or whatever. Long yep. as you're ethical, if you're you're moving ethically, mm-hmm. nobody can say shit about how you move and how you live your life. Well, can't nobody say shit anyway. Mind True. your fucking business. But <laughs> definitely, and, you know, when it's ethically, so, that's, yeah, you're right. And you should. And even into that, like I say, people, and I, it, the only thing that I don't like is so much of the unethical stuff that goes on. Yeah. 
people do, and people don't call it like they need to. It's a point where I can mind my business because I'm not in your business, but then it's a point where I'm fighting too hard for when people approach me. I'm, this is not, oh, well, my brother, y'all, every time I talk about him, oh, well, don't nobody probably like that. Y'all sound like y'all got some structure because y'all over there just putting a mask on cheating. This is ridiculous. Mm. Stop that. Wow. Stop that. Like, no, yeah. honey, no, I'm tired of repackaging from my what polyamorous is and y'all stop that this yeah. is not probably how you want to be there's no there's when you're a polyamorous there's no such thing as a veto that came up for somebody that was insecure and got mad that this man had a different emotion with this woman and she couldn't take it i promise you that's where that came from yeah because i feel like you how, have to have how can good. you possibly want a relationship with somebody and I can look at you and be like, oh, we can get together, but I just want you to know this woman here at any point, if she say, gone, you can be gone, I wouldn't give you the time of day. That don't even make sense to me. That yeah. don't even make logical sense to me. Yeah. I feel like when it, when it comes to the whole, that veto shit, like, it's one of those things, like you said, it's definitely touching on, on, on someone's insecurities and, and, and shit like that. But even beyond that, I find that People that use that card, that that whole veto card, they are the ones who have the most shit going on within their poly. Like, mm. it's 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 a lot of shit going on within your shit or whatever. And you 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 know you just like you don't want this motherfucker to get close to nobody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you feel like you because you haven't worked with the shit that y'all got going on. You haven't figured this shit because out because of your own insecurities. Because of your own insecurities I got or whatever. Yeah. It's just so much shit and it's just like like what's the point like what's the point of being in this shit if you're gonna have control and dictate every per every other relationship that your partners build with somebody else but on the flip side i gotta be devil's advocate mm -hmm. we kind of been there before like when we started we did the same thing but we didn't veto though we didn't I don't no we, we didn't we never we never went as far as veto but we've definitely made rules because of insecurities definitely. and try to dictate, you know, the other person's relationship because of just being insecure, you know? Exactly, yeah. And we can, they, they well, can mean, hear more yeah, on that. Okay. Hold on, Ev. Hold on, Ev. Hold on, hold on, Ev. Ev, hold on. Shameless plug. This is um. This is also uh, the rules. Blueprint. Ebony. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Shameless plug. <laughs> Going back to how El, how El was talking about how, how the rules and shit. Go ahead and check out Rules Are Meant To Be Broken in um, season one of the Not For You podcast, if you haven't heard it already. Uh, carry on, Ebony. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're first, when you don't have a boot, a lot of us really, because even to be in polyamorous, the word structure and coming out of people loving in this way is really new to people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just knew what they felt. So with that being said, not only are you fighting insecurities, you are fighting conditioning. Yep. And that's what I, that's why me being a life coach, where I come mm. in, is a lot of things, it's not so much insecurities versus a lifetime of conditioning. How mm. to recondition the condition that you're in. Because there's a lot of people that- Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. went to it for the right reason. Hold on, did you say, what did you say? How to recondition the, the condition, condition you're in. That you in. God damn it, woman. Yes. Say that shit. I like because that. It, 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 and a lot of it, it, it's not so much of your insecurity. It's the conditioning. Mm. It's the, like, like example, I tell this story <laughs> all the time. I remember when Brandon had got sick. And my love language is not so much of the the touch me cuddle. I'm so much of the caregiving, uh, acts of service type of person. So right. for us to know. So at this point, we was dating a young lady, and Brandon was sick, and I told her she he was sick, and I you know made sure bed's clean, and he's wrapped up, his medicine was given, and whatever. So I was sitting on the end of the bed, and he was fine, you know, in the bed. So when she came in, she's like, oh, my baby, he's sick. Now, she got in the bed and cuddled with him. Now, I'm playing the game, and I look back, and I'm like, hmm. Bitch. <laughs> and I, as his wife, supposed to be doing that? 
conditioning mm -hmm. because I'm his wife, not knowing what I know now. And I had to sit with myself, and I stared at these Negroes in this bed for about an hour. They fell asleep, and I'm just looking at them. I'm hearing it, girl, mm -hmm. what, and I'm hearing the conditions. What what is she's gonna take your man because she's doing what you don't do. Come mm -hmm. with the conditioning. You better not let no woman do this because that's you know, she'll take your man, blah blah blah. All the don't let another woman fix your plate. Don't let it, all these conditionings I have to battle from the marriage of everything that I've been taught. Mm -hmm. from everything I have to learn by myself. And I sat there, I swear to for an hour, and I just stared at them until it hit me. This is the reason why I'm, I'm polyamorous. I don't want to do that. That's not my love language, and it's okay, and I'm not in competition. Wow. And then I turned around and continued to play Call of Duty. <laughs> a lot of people... Yes, a lot of people don't know what it is and, uh, because they don't know it's a conditioning thing. Mm -hmm. The first thing mm -hmm. they say, well, am I insecure? And now they, in, in their mind, I know I'm not insecure. Am I insecure? Then why am I bothered? The only thing I know is insecurity. No, baby, you're battling your conditioning. And then if you're battling not only your condition of monogamy, for those of us that was in a church, baby, you got a whole demon on your hands. Yeah. That's why mm -hmm. I'm a life coach because I'm transparent enough. Yeah, I know how you felt. When she fixed this plate, you wanted to slap the whole goddamn plate on the ground because your grandmama told you, don't mm -hmm. you let no woman fix your plate, and it's in the back of your head, and you don't understand where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. You're battling your conditioning, not your insecurity. That's real. That's real as fuck. As a man, and that's your wife. I can tell you right now, L, the first time a man did something for you that he thought that he was supposed to do, it fucked with you. On whatever level it is, because it's a conditioning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a conditioning. Not that you're insecure, you just wait, wait, wait. When you took them vows, you took them vows on the condition of the monogamous plate that we was given by everybody before. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. We really had to figure out on our own. And figuring that out on our own is scary. Because yeah. I'm looking at you like, I like you, but as a wife, am I supposed to like him like that? Right. It makes right. me feel different. Do different equal better? Oh, God. Yeah, we had to figure that shit out on our own. So y'all yeah. welcome out there listening. Exactly. Yeah. That's literally why we, <laughs> That's why why we, we started. Yeah. That's why we do this shit, man, because we know that we ain't telling y'all shit that we ain't never been through, the three of us. like. We not telling y'all shit that we don't understand for ourselves because we had to get in this shit. We had to be in the shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I had to experience my wife experiencing heartbreak from another man in order for me to give you an understanding as to how to work through that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had to experience it. I can see all of these different shows and, and all of these different, different, you know, movies about shit, about polyamory all day long. But until you have had the opportunity to experience this shit or, or at least know someone who's experienced this shit, you're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers still look at me sideways when I tell them that when Elle went through her first breakup in polyamory, that it was at a space where it, it, what I had to take myself. I could not be her husband at that moment. I could, I could not be... You had to be her friend. I had to be her friend. And and, yep. and that's what it took for me to make it through that situation because it it it, it and and in that we made it through that situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Amen. She didn't have anybody Amen. else at that. At, right. I did the same when he went through his first thing, and you know, as a wife, what made me take the wife hat off because I found myself making a situation about me. Yes, mm. and that was the, the number one thing for me in that instance. That was what I did not want to do. I was mm -hmm. like, I can't make this about it, me. You can't make it about you. So exactly. it's like, you know what, I'm going to be your partner. The, mm -hmm. You can call me DeMarco if you need to. But, uh, <laughs> you know, no, and for real, because as the, as the wife, I want it's going to be about me because now my feelings is hurt because your feelings is hurt. And now what we... No, I, 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 yeah. I, I, 
Oh, that 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 mm-hmm. definitely creeped in my mind. That that that. Okay, now we got to go handle this. Like we need to go. Yeah, some I'm shit needs to go down. Yeah. <laughs> I got the pistol in the bag. Let's let's go. What we need to do? Like, but I knew the, I knew instantly I couldn't. You can't handle this shit like this because that's not what she needs. She doesn't need a bulldog right now. She needs somebody to hold her. She needs a talk a, a conversation. She needs a shoulder to cry on her motherfucker just to listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, motherfuckers don't wouldn't, wouldn't understand that unless you've been you've known someone who's gone through that shit. And that's why we share these stories. We talk about these these tough ass subjects and situations or whatever because we know the shit that that, that goes on. We know how this shit looks. Yeah. And why not share this shit with somebody and share and keep y'all from having to go through this shit or whatever Absolutely. as y'all trying to come out of the condition. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we don't yeah. have to as you come out of the condition, take these tools and these gems that we give to 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 help you along the way, to give you a better understanding or whatever. I can talk mm-hmm. till I'm blue in the face to somebody and tell them to get to know me and try to get to know polyamory through me in, in a face-to-face situation. But these motherfucking archived episodes of his show are he's going to tell you everything up to this point that I've gone through, everything that I've experienced, everything that 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 has relevance into who I am and who we are. And, and and where this this journey has taken us, yeah. all all right there. Yep, you have the resource. It's important because it's, it's like a, for everybody. It's always that one that be like, you know what? Thank you. Because right. until I talk to you, now I got something really to think about. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing about teachers, I'm always willing to learn, but I'm gonna give you the good, bad, the in between. Because a lot of people don't want to talk about the in between part. Right, mm-hmm. they can take the inner part and then they end part but it's a lot of in between stuff Mm -hmm. as when you know some of us for me by me having the hysterectomy that I have I'm I'm going into menopause do you know what it's like to be polyamorous with menopause baby (laughs) almost stabbed Brandon three times in my head Brandon walked in this house and took a breath and I almost slapped him Damn, the brother can't breathe. That's a whole other episode when me and Elle got to do because, see, our mamas and aunties did us injustice. They didn't talk about what they did. They didn't prepare. Yeah, they didn't prepare. That going up and down your desires, even to your woman, your women changing. For me, I'm in a whole world where I'm dating masculine, presenting women. I don't know how this happened. Went through a shower, came out, boom, studs everywhere. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, just like we mentioned earlier, it's it's a lot of overlap, but it's a lot of things that are different. I feel like for yeah. the major thing is that both are supposed to be ethical. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be yeah. ethical. That's the main thing because it's non-monogamy, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. everybody who's monogamous is looking at us like it's the same thing. Right. And where it does kind of overlap at times, or it can overlap at times, i.e. Ebony being polyamorous and in the LS. Mm-hmm. You know, me being more so LS friendly, you know, because right. it just was never to fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, well, it, it's a lot of overlap. Like a cousin. Huh? <laughs> then you been like a cousin to the LS. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's real. cuz. That's cuz right there. We, we, we fuck around, but we don't fuck around all that much. We, you know, you know, and it's like, you know, in both yeah. scenes, like, there's no judgment, there's freedom, and you can be yourself, and, you know, so when you think, like, it's, that is where I feel like it's a lot of overlap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's because yeah. it's still some people that you connect with, and you, you have a, a sexual tie with. You love them, and you, mm-hmm. and you, y'all, what you do with because it's even into the lifestyle some of us like you have to understand it is some everybody is different in their lifestyle us mm-hmm. in this group we kind of like lifestyle repeat i play with the same people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah all the time 
like it's the it's the same That's how it used to be for years. So it's like we have relationships, kinda, mm-hmm. but that's just just what we do. There are some people that's in them like you know that you do what you do. It's no judgment, but hey, you know, hell. My yeah. coochie almost retired, so. <laughs> <laughs> you about to turn your papers in? Oh, no. About to start drawing Social Security on that coochie? What the hell? Yeah, I'm almost about to collect SSI on this bad boy. Anybody that's ethically non-monogamous is going to enjoy hedonism, like for real. Like that's why that is my motherfucking. And even if you're not ethically non-monogamous, I mean, if it's if you're ethically non-monogamous, you're going to enjoy it. Period. Mm -hmm. But even if you're not ethically non-monogamous, if you're a free spirit, you're going to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're free spirited and open-minded. You're gonna have a fucking ball, man. And and Mm -hmm. I have a ball every year. Every year that I go, we're gonna get Ab them there one year. God damn it. Shit. She, she don't want to come I back. No, it's surprises coming. I didn't know I was having a grandbaby last year. Now look at mm-hmm. it now. Yeah, she, you got me knocking shit down. That girl said she got a grandbaby. She got me tearing <laughs> up the shit. I thought you knew she had a grandbaby. I did not know. Nobody told me nothing. This one, this one, cause I ass don't be, don't be looking at shit on Facebook. I thought you knew. Even if you did, I respected my daughter Richards for so long because I did not post my grandbaby because she did not want me to post him for like three months. And I respected oh, yeah. her because I'm in a whole different parenting. You want my adult children and my one young child. And that's different. But yeah, so I did. I just got to the point where I just started posting him because she was like, okay, fine. You can post him now. So, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, a lot of people's in the dark. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. People's in the dark. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, thank you, thank you so so much, man, for taking on taking some time out your day and and having this conversation with us, man. We're gonna have to definitely do this again, like for real, for real. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to come on, you know. Come on over there. Come on in the studio. Come on. I'll move some sneakers and make some room for you. This is also a plug. If anybody know me knows how much I I smoke weed. Okay? Anybody know me know the quality of weed that I smoke. Okay? Also, anybody that know me know that edibles do not give me high except what, what's your edibles called? Oh, she don't do a shameless plug. <laughs> don't even know the name of the company. You talk about the good folks sweets. over there at Skankin' Sweets. Yeah. Man, listen, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to tell y'all this and I'm going to leave y'all. When I tell y'all, I ain't never been so stuck in my life. Not stuck. No, nigga, stuck. I was in the car like Martin when he took that ecstasy. Munching. <laughs> 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 Because the rice crispy was so fucking good, like, listen, I'm mm, mm, and then mm. all of a sudden it just disappeared. Like I didn't remember eating the whole thing. Shit. Oh, she thought Damn. she was over there eating dessert. <laughs> Damn. My boyfriend was driving, and all of a sudden I'm just in the car, like this motherfucker feel real nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet it does. I was eating in slow motion. I was like, we just need to go to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's something serious. Ooh, that's some serious shit right there, boy. Put me on my ass. Them cocoa balls. I
baby and we all slept for three hours quit playing with this man that's all i want to say <laughs> that's one of my favorites the cocoa bombs well, that's the one of my favorites outside is frightful man, this is <laughs> But the weed is so delightful. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Um, y'all better not sleep on them uh, skanking sweets. Them motherfuckers mm -hmm. are so serious hmm. now. Yeah. You know what? We're gonna. I'm gonna do. I ain't never did this before. The first ten people that order, I'm gonna give y'all twenty dollars off. If you say that you heard this show. If you say that you heard this show, dude, that's the only way you're gonna get it. I'm gonna give you twenty dollars off, whatever, on your next your next order. Let's get y'all getting sales and shit. Yeah, yeah, we putting together sales and all kind of shit. So okay, yeah, okay. go on, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. But Eb, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, for the so plug and I'm always loving. I will always come. Y'all my people. I like y'all. Yeah, love you too, love you honey. Too. For real, for real, for real. But yeah, man, we um we we do appreciate you coming on and and, and taking this time uh to to share with us. But we're gonna definitely have to do this again. Real yeah. Soon. And before you go, share your uh podcast with the people one more time. Yes, my podcast is Coffee with Mrs. Crawford. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music. <clears throat> it's on all platforms. It's there. You come there. I'm very transparent. I talk about it all. Even to things that has nothing to do with poly, just in general. Yeah. Because somebody got to talk about it. You got damn course. right. Of course. You got damn right. You got any social media stuff you want to share with the people? Um. Yes, you can follow me on TikTok. Um, and that's Eb the Libra on TikTok. And on Instagram, it's Ebony Crawford. Definitely come to my Instagram page because I have a whole lot of stuff on there. I have therapists that I connect with because, you know, some people just need to be at home. They are all virtual therapists. They're good therapists. They're black therapists. They're mm. also therapists that deal with polyamorous couples. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Because we all, they need to have an understanding and structure of the things that we go through if we need to be honest. You damn so right. I'm telling y'all, you know, come get your mental health in order. I got y'all. Oh, yeah, man. Tap into them resources. For real. For real, for real. Yeah. But Ev, thank you again, love. We appreciate you so much. Love you, girl. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Have a good night. But yeah, man. That was a good show. Oh yeah. That was real nice. That was real yeah, nice. Yeah, the overlap. Gotta make sure the it's a lot of overlap. It's a lot. But like I said, just as much overlap as you know, it's just a different. Yeah, it is. It's crazy how that works. Very much so. Very much so, but it works somehow. It does somehow when you when you make it work, it works. Yeah. Not just the overlap, but just being the LS or just being in polyamory. Mm -hmm. When you make this shit work and you're willing to put in that work and the sacrifice and everything that comes along with it, it can work. Yep, it really can. It really can. But thank y'all once again, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for another amazing episode of the Not for You podcast, where we are untraditional unconventional and unapologetically us i'm your boy q and i'm l and until we meet again everybody peace, peace.